Welcome to Inclusion Matters, produced by the Center for Inclusive Child Care, aka the CICC. We're located at inclusivechildcare.org. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast of the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Cindy Croft, Director of the Center, and I'm here once again with our inclusion specialist, Priscilla Weigel. Glad to be here, Cindy. It's always fun. I know, and I'm so excited because we're really having fun talking about temperament. We really are. <laughs> and we enjoy talking about so many different uh early childhood topics and this is one that we like to train on together and talk about with with uh, other providers and so it's it's great to be able to put it out there as a podcast Mm -hmm. so we've talked already about um, activity adaptability mood and so right now we thought it'd be a good time to talk about um, children who um, are either quick to approach or slow to approach, and we also talk, call it approach or withdraw, withdrawn. So um, when we think about it in terms of temperament, it's the child's initial tendency um, for how they respond to either a new experience, a new person, or a new environment. Mm-hmm. And that really is huge for children. Right. Uh, and it affects it affects every child, and it certainly affects people who are working with children. Definitely. And it's something that I'm not sure we always think about. Um, you know, maybe, the, maybe sometimes we think about it on the first day, mm-hmm. but then maybe we don't think about it again. Right. Um, and then maybe we don't think about it with a new staff person or new people in the room or new children who join, how the other children react. Right. I mean, there's so many dynamics here. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think I know this is a little maybe unrealistic, but it would be nice maybe if we just kept a folder with everyone's temperament, temperament. sort of. Oh, wouldn't that you be know? useful just to then, remind you? Exactly. Yeah, because even, let's say you've got a child who is slow to approach, and they're, and so that means that maybe their tendency is to take a while to kind of warm up to folks in a new situation. So you add another caregiver in the setting, and you knew this about the child initially, like you were saying, when they first started with you, mm-hmm. but now you've added this another, this new adult, this new body, how is that child going to react? And is it like just expecting them to handle it perfectly? Or do we realize, yes, oh yeah, their temperament, okay, let me remind myself, I'm, I'm maybe going to need help, help to help this child connect with that person, or, or I need to give that new staff person or that new caregiver heads up that, boy, you know what, this guy might, might take a while, so this is how you could handle that interaction. Don't feel like they're, not, they're ignoring you, mm-hmm. but for this child, they need a little time to just get used to things, and so be aware of that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that would be really helpful is to have a little little, little reminder to exactly. brain trigger for yourself. Well, and we heard about this. You and I were in a consultation meeting a mm-hmm. couple of weeks ago, and another consultant had been at a program where a child came in who had been there for a period of time, mm-hmm. not a length, not a lengthy time, but, and who, um, who, who came in and was not greeted by anyone. Right, right. Which was kind of the nature of the program. Mm-hmm. But then the child just seemed to be lost mm-hmm. from the observation of the consultant. Right. Who just really, really did not connect from her observation with any staff person. 
mm-hmm. and even in activities that during the day when they did some hiking and so forth, seemed to not be, again, connected to any other children mm-hmm. or connected to any staff person. Right. So it did make one think in terms of maybe this child's, um, you know, approach withdraw. If, if somebody made that concerted effort right. to connect when the child came in the door, mm-hmm. would that be a different outcome for the child? Mm-hmm. Would they begin then to feel safe and, and be able to engage? Mm-hmm. It, it was curious. Yes. And what, a term that I use a lot with providers when I do consultations is the word anchor. Mm. You're that child's anchor. I think sometimes we think, oh, I don't want them to get too dependent on me. What if I'm sick th- tomorrow? Or what if I'm not always going to be here? You know what? It's important for them to feel that there is an adult anchor in their day. And that is so, so critical for especially the child who has a slow-to-warm-up, kind of slow-to-approach temperament style. And when you think, I think going back to that story about the um, fellow consultant, too, the other the children didn't even really know the teachers names that was another thing that was very curious that they weren't calling the teachers by name they were just maybe using a general teacher or not even really directing any talking or asking for assistance and I, I really think that we are supposed to in our job if we're spending time with young children we are supposed to look at who needs me who needs me and what do they need me for right now? Mm-hmm. All day long. Mm-hmm. That's part of the deal. Mm-hmm. you know. And I, my mom used to joke, we have a lot of kids in my family, and she used to say when we'd all be saying, you know, mom, 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 say, I'm going to change my name and I'm not going to tell you what I'm changing it to mm-hmm. just because she just needed a break. But that, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not yes. an option for us. Right. When we're spending time with young children, right. we need to be available and we need to be in tune to what they need. Mm-hmm. At, and maybe it is to be their anchor. And doesn't mean that we're going to be their anchor for the entire year. Right. But right now, wow, right. they could really use some help. So let me take them by the hand and get them engaged in an activity every day. If that's my goal, to get them engaged, because once that skill, what happens with kids, when they practice something and they have success, guess what? They build confidence. Mm -hmm. That's what we want. If they don't have any time to practice and they're never successful, they're going to avoid that hard thing. Yeah, and this this particular temperament trait reminds me of the floor time model Mm -hmm. by Dr. Stanley Greenspan, which is also uh, called DIR, the DIR model. But what he he talks about in that, his first step is approach. Mm -hmm. And so this isn't just when children come in in the morning, but it's about, uh, again, we go back to that uh, early childhood professionals as detective, but you observe the child... Uh, before you approach. So if the child seems quiet, then you match your approach to the child's mood. Um, So you don't come in as all exuberant if the child seems quiet. Um, If the child is excited, then you match the child's Uh excitement. So it's a respectful um, kind of relationship, reciprocity. You're building that interaction right away with the child. And I like that, especially when we look at this temperament for children. Um, So we're not... So every child, again, we're individualizing 
we're, we're looking at the child and maybe what their needs are that day. Maybe something happened in the morning and they're coming in uh, a little bit quiet or a little reserved. Maybe there was a fight in the car or sure. something happened. So they need, they need a little less... Um, in yeah. their face, right? You know, right. just right. as we do sometimes, Certainly. we come into the job and maybe we don't want everybody, you know, asking us, you know, how everything was, or right. you know, right. we need a little bit of time yeah. to, you know, get it going. You know? Right. And That's a great reminder. Really, really useful reminder. And I think about that the whole floor time piece too is just, you know, coming up to that child and maybe just sitting quietly and watching what they're doing next to them. And they might talk to you, they might not. Or they might lean on you. You know, those are the types of moments in childhood and in working with children that are so precious to me. When you're just involved in their play or observing their play or a part of their play and they're just thinking of you as just that, kind of this impartial fixture. Yeah. And they're just going with it. And that's that's so... It just gives me goosebumps when I, I see teachers doing that or mm-hmm. providers doing that. And I think in an overall sense, lots of times uh, teachers and providers like to have, you know, the top five strategies for challenging behavior. Right, right. And, um, but really, it's about all of these things because right. it's really about relationship and environment. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's this whole honoring of all these temperaments is about really not having challenging behaviors because we've put into place practices that hopefully will meet children's needs. Oh, there'll be things that happen. Sure. You know, kids are kids. Right. And and we're adults. Sometimes we're going to have days too where, you know, we're feistier maybe than Mm -hmm. we were yesterday or we have less, a lower tolerance Mm -hmm. for noise or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we can, we can recognize that in ourselves and even put it out there. Right. Boy, today, you know, I may be a little crabbier. So, you know, help me with that today. And we want kids to know we have feelings too. And that's a great model. So let's look at children who are you know, quick to approach. Well, one thing that I noticed just being an outsider going into programs often and, and settings, you know, the, the child who just comes running up and gives me a hug, you, and I'm a stranger. Yep. And so how, as an adult, in that situation, I need to say, you know what? You haven't met me yet. Mm-hmm. How about if we shake hands and we tell each other our names? You know, modeling that, helping children have that appropriate regulation. gauge and regulation Good. instead of just whoosh, there's a new body. <gasps> Ooh, maybe you want to play with me. You know, and and as a as an adult in that setting too, just helping that child understand that they just because they want to do it that way doesn't mean that's the way it needs to be done right now. Uh, just giving them that some of those boundaries and and you know making sure that if you have safety concerns about them because they they tend to approach things with a lot of gusto, making sure that you're providing a safe environment so that they're they're not going to get in trouble with things in a dangerous way because they might just be so exuberant about what they're exploring that they might not be have that safety gauge exactly that's registering so oh that's so important to remember yeah and and you know back to that regulation self-regulation skills wow i can see that you're really excited right now and you want to hug all your friends but look at their faces is everybody in a mood for a hug? I don't know. I think Cindy looks like she's maybe not ready for a hug right now. Let's watch everybody's face before we do hugs. Or you could even ask if somebody wants a hug. So you're helping that child regulate their behavior a little bit to understand other people and the way that it interacts with what their needs and wants are. 
That's good. Those are great tips. And then I, I think the child that's slow to approach can sometimes also be one that we're a little bit, we're unsure maybe mm-hmm. what we should do about that. And so I think maybe the tendency is to just let them be. Sure. Right. Right. And maybe there's some better strategies right. than just letting them be. What do you well, think? and I think just what you were sharing about the floor time me- method, taking that across the, the, the entire day and just being in tune to that child, you know, maybe they just want to sit and look at a book. Maybe they don't even want you to read the words. They just want to look at the pictures. Right. You could sit beside them and just interject little tidbits here and there or say, oh, do you see that? Look at that guy with the red shirt in there. That's neat. What do you think he's doing? So you're still providing learning opportunities and interaction opportunities, but you're not pulling them along into your realm of interaction that you want them to be at right then and there. Exactly. And I know this is a tough one for many programs, but as much as possible, keeping staff the same, you know, and that can be a tough one, I realize. But it's so helpful for children to have consistent caregiving. Right. That's one of the key pieces of positive mental health for young children Mm -hmm. in child care settings. Right. So that is something just to keep in the back of our minds all the time is who is the person who greets which children each day right and who who are the uh, teachers in whose classroom every day mm-hmm. how can we keep it the same as much as possible throughout the year mm-hmm. and I think you know those of you who are directors out there listening letting saying to your staff on a regular basis how much you appreciate the fact that they're there every day because they are providing concrete balance and Equilibrium exactly. for every child in your program. And so being in tune to your staff and your caregivers and saying, what do you need to meet your needs so that you can come back every day recharged and ready to care for kids. That's, That's so point. important. That's a great point. And, you know, I know sometimes we do have differences from, you know, a toddler room than the preschool room. Sure. And sometimes the staff will be different and they won't move with children. So, I mean, every program is different. So we have to realize, once again, some children will move with less um with easier than other children. Right, right. And there's really no timetable on that. Mm-hmm. If you have a child whose temperament really is slower to warm, oh boy, it may take some time for them to move into that next mm-hmm. room and be able to... So, so kind of the, we want to put some of those strategies in place. Right. They get to know that same staff person. Right. The routines mm-hmm. are the same every single day. Yeah. You know. And maybe they need a few more weeks of transition. Yes. One example, yes. and I'll, maybe we'll close Good. on this one, is just, and I maybe shared this months ago, but uh, a toddler, a young toddler who was supposed to move up to the preschool classroom. And the toddler classroom had two fantastic teachers that just really loved the kids and were just really excellent as in, as far as caregiving and in tune to the, the needs of those children. And so I was observing a child. Um, I came back for a second observation, and, and this little boy had moved up to the preschool classroom, and he was walking down the hall with this group sobbing, just sobbing, so upset. And then he saw his old class, and they were playing in the gross motor area, and he started sobbing harder, and he fell to the floor, and he just wanted to go back and spend some time there. And when you see that just heart-wrenching, you know, sadness, I think it's okay to say, you know what, do you want to play with them a little while and we'll come back and and then maybe, maybe we can all play together. But, you know, the teacher walked by, I'm like, oh, you'll be fine. Come on, you're in our class now. 
and this child was just the whole that heavy kind of whole body shaking <laughs> you know just yeah. and you think that shouldn't be part of your day today honey right. i can tell you just can't do it today and that's okay right. you know it's right. okay right but, right i mean we i you know i i can imagine people listening and yeah, i don't they're know all what, going, what about numbers <laughs> I know. we I have know. numbers and teachers and staff <laughs> I know. ratios I know. and that's what we're all I know. about i know what you, yes we understand but <laughs> it's you know if you can just sometimes think about the child and what, you know, just if we could just make some tweaks once in a while. Um, think, think, think about the child. And right. I know you, you know, you all love the kids, but right. sometimes we have to, We sometimes we forget a little bit because we are so in tune with the regs. Right. And right. so we've got to sometimes remember, wow, just this little bit of time here could do so much. So much. So. Because he just needed a little help getting over that big hump. Right. Right, or in our earlier example, if somebody could have just connected with that little guy, right? You know, so I mean, maybe their rules are that's just not what they do. But let's think, let's think these things through a little bit. So, Mm -hmm. well, thank you all. Um, We appreciate your listening. You know, and uh, we'll be talking more about some other uh, temperaments. I think we're going to talk about intensity next, which is one Mm -hmm. of our favorites as well. All right, thank you all. That's all for now. See you next time.